Hi, guys, and welcome to the Confessions of a Millennial podcast. My name's Julia. And I'm Fatima. And we're your podcast for all things millennial, confessional or not. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Millennial. Just a disclaimer that we are recording virtually and social distancing from our own homes, but can't wait to record in person. Woo-woo! And I feel like... As we're talking about self-isolation, it's a great transition to traveling because I feel like for millennials, that's a big one that the moment we have the opportunity to travel, we will do it. I know. And it's tough. I mean, I'm glad that we went away in February because at least I can like hold on to that and be like, I went somewhere in 2020. Mm -hmm. Although if the opportunity comes up, which to be honest, I don't think it will this year. (laughs) It would be nice to travel. But yeah, I'm very grateful we were able to go away when we did just before the whole self-isolation and and things, uh, not the travel ban and so forth, because that is something I definitely miss. And I love traveling. (laughs) And if that's not enough of a tip, guys, today we're talking about traveling. Yeah, guys, we just wanted to hint at it, but we'll also call out to it. (laughs) just in case it wasn't obvious exactly oh I miss travel so much I know all right well let's get all nostalgic about traveling and start off with our first question once quarantining and self-isolation is over and it is safe to travel again where would you love to go back to I mean I think I have a really long list, so I'm going to pick three places. (laughs) Probably a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to say New Orleans. Oh, yes. I love New Orleans. And right now I'm watching a show that takes place in New Orleans. Mm. I don't think they filmed there. Actually, I don't think they filmed there a lot of the time. Okay. But when they do have, like, real shots on Bourbon Street, I'm like, oh, my God. I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, more just like, I'm jealous. Can I come back? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so definitely New Orleans. I think Italy, too, because I have family there, and it's so nice to go there, and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, And then another place I've been, I would go back. Probably Mallorca, Spain. Yeah. I really loved that island, and I went there six years ago with my best friend. And we, (laughs) it was funny, we went there as like a recovery part of the trip because we basically did like Barcelona party went to Tomorrowland which is an EDM house festival party then we decided to do Mallorca to kind of recover yeah you're kind of break yeah because it's like it's an island it's really beachy there's a couple fun things to do but we can hang out little did we know that they have like a party scene so we didn't actually recover you just partied some um, more yeah, and I spent my birthday there. So, like, that night we had to party, and it was really fun. And then at the, at the last part of that trip, we went to Ibiza, which is the party capital of the world. Oh, that sounds like so, so much fun. Yeah, but I really liked Mallorca. It was really low-key. Mm-hmm. The food was amazing. The wine is amazing there. Um, the beaches were great. There's lots of, like, hikes and stuff. And, like, villas there, I mean, this, again, was six years ago, but... Like a villa with a pool on a like mountain or like a mini mountain overlooking the beach and you could walk down, I think was like 200 euros. 
That's actually like two hundred thousand euros. Yeah, yeah, that's really affordable. Yeah, it's not that expensive, and it was like a beautiful house. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. What were yours? That's awesome. It's so hard to choose. I'm not gonna lie. So if I could go back, or should I say when? Because it when we go, (laughs) when I would definitely love to go back to Italy. I'm so grateful I got to see Rome, but also really sad that I only got to see Rome. So there's so much more of Italy I want to see. I would go back to Turkey. I've been there twice and I've been to two cities. I've been to Istanbul, the capital, twice. No, sorry. Is Istanbul the capital? No, it's not. I don't think it is. I think it is. It is? Okay, I could be wrong. I think so. Yeah. Um, But I've seen two so I've been there twice and then I've been to Cappadocia and it's really great and I feel like the first time I went and the second time was I really just enjoy Turkey so much that I would go back again and maybe see a different part of Turkey and then I don't know if there's anywhere else really really that stood out I've been to Spain two or three times so I think I'm I'm good but I think yeah. those would be my my top two <clears throat> spots right now, I guess. Yeah. And I I mean I love New Orleans, but the just I had such an amazing experience there yeah. that I would not want to go back because I would not want those memories to get tainted in any way. I remember you saying that when we were leaving. Yeah. I was like, oh, I remember I was so adamant. I was like, I'm gonna be back. And you said exactly that. You were like, but it's such a good trip. Like, there's so many places in the world. I don't wanna, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that about very few places. I think right now that's probably the only place maybe outside of Switzerland. Switzerland was a whole different type of experience. But yeah, it's just there's certain places that the experience was so different. It was so great in its own way that I would yeah. want would not go back because one, there's so much of the rest of the world I want to see. But I also would not want to taint those memories that I've created with uh another experience that maybe may not meet those expectations anymore. That's fair. But keep in mind, if I end up buying a vacation home there. Oh, then we're talking a whole different story. I'll be there every week. Yeah. <laughs> every weekend I'll be flying down to winter. Flying out to New Orleans. Yeah. That's, that's only if Jules does not have a vacation home in New Orleans. I won't go yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, can I add one more to my list? Cause I go there pretty often. Um, I think it's LA because I have family that live in Orange County. Oh yeah. So I love, I, I don't know. I really like the vibe in Orange County um, versus LA. I mean, I think LA is cool and, I, and I've had great times there and it's amazing, but I've also like, I just love like Newport beach and Laguna beach. I love just being by the beach, mm-hmm. getting tacos. Like, I like that kind of lifestyle. And that's kind of what my cousin and his wife and son live. Yeah. So oh, it's really nice to, to do that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Where have you gone that you would say is overrated or maybe just not worth going after you you've experienced it? Um I mean, okay, I'll give again because I can't choose. I'm gonna give a few examples. One for sure, and I'm sure I'm gonna get a lot of flack about this, but it's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. When I was in Rome, when we went to the Colosseum, it was the biggest letdown I think I've ever had traveling. 
Oh yeah. What was it about? I've been there too, but I just want to get your thoughts. What was the letdown? Do you think? I think from the outside, it looks completely magnificent. It's like the way you see it in the movies. You're so amped and excited. And we did like a full tour where we like walked um, underneath, like because obviously if you've been to the Coliseum, you know that there was like a top floor and there was like areas down below. So we like walked through, we walked all the way around to the top. And I mean. I love Italy. It's my, you know, home country. I love them so much, but they just didn't take care of it over the years. Right. And it's literally just a bunch of rocks crumbling now with grass. Right. In my opinion. So I feel like I was so let down because maybe I had those really high expectations and mm-hmm. that was really overrated. Mm-hmm. I'm not to say that like you shouldn't go if you've never been, but I think just be prepared that like, like I think I even tripped on like rubble. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't think I fell or, or was anything significant. Yeah. Just remember, this is not epic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that happens. And, and sometimes there's so many different factors that kind of make you build something up. And then yeah. you're like, oh, that's it. It's okay, then it's not, you know, it's just doesn't meet your expectations. Right? Right. I think another place for me too was Cuba. Yeah. Because uh, I think when you go on all inclusives there, like the food is just so bad. Yeah. It's so awful that it kind of takes away from your experience. And I just, I feel like there's a lot of nicer places in the Caribbean, definitely more expensive places. Right. Yeah. Nicer places where you can go and really enjoy and get like a full experience of it for sure. I've been to Cuba. I've been once. I don't think I would go back again. And again, it goes back to the food. Not to diminish anything, I completely understand the situation that that country is in for sure. But when you travel, food is a big part of it. And yeah, unfortunately, it, it does affect that experience, right? Of, oh, this was an amazing trip to this was an okay trip. Right, right. And I think my last place, I mean, it's a little tough because I feel like I've been to a lot of really epic places. Yeah. But... No offense, I'm going to hate on Canada for a second. I think Montreal. <gasps> I know. That I'm hurts. Sorry. That hurts a little. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to correct that. I'm going to correct that. Quebec City. Okay. That doesn't Quebec. hurt as much. Yeah. And actually, the reason that I'm that I, and I'm glad you, you made me feel bad, because <laughs> it's true. Actually, every time I've gone to Montreal, I've had a really amazing time. Yeah. I've to go back twice, once, twice, at least once. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone was so rude to the fact that I didn't speak uh, French. Oh, no. And I know that's kind of a stereotype, so I don't want to hate on the people of Quebec. But that was definitely something I experienced. Um, I experienced a really tough time getting around that city. Mm, okay. So that wasn't ideal for me either. And I don't know. I just, I think I kind of felt like, okay, I've been here once. I can like say I've done it. And I wasn't excited about anything there. Mm -hmm. And guys, just to say that whole dramatic gasp was because I was born in Montreal. (laughs) It's okay, guys, if you have not enjoyed your time in Montreal, but I just wanted to joke around with Jules a little bit on that. (laughs) You know what, though? I would be so down to go back to Montreal with you. Yeah. Because last time I was there, which was 
a little over a year. Uh, yeah, over a year ago, my friend took me to a diner there mm-hmm. that is like a modern retro diner, but all the food has like a Southern New Orleans twist to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's on Stanley Street. I okay. could be wrong, but I know the name of the diner. It's yeah. Deville. Okay, um, I'm down to should, go. We should go and relive New Orleans. Let's do it. When Corona's over, that's our first <laughs> our first trip of of whatever year we're in when this happens. Yeah, exactly. What about you? So back. Yeah, I'm thinking I think there's only really two times this has happened. So one, when I went to New York City, and I love New York City, I think I've yeah. been there three or four times now, and I still feel like a, there's so much to discover. I know, um, it's such a big island. But I think the one thing that maybe was a bit of a letdown was the Statue of Liberty. We went, it was quite expensive, quite a bit of a long lineup to go, and it was very excited. I could see it, you know, on, on the boat ride over. Yeah, and when we sort of landed and we were there, it was it was okay. It was just right, just statue there. So yeah. yeah, and I think again, it was just being so hyped up of seeing it in movies and people talking about it and so forth that it really kind of made my expectations higher than it should have been. It was definitely a beautiful structure, but I think there was just too much hype for me. Where when I got there, it was, it was a bit of a letdown. Not that it wasn't anything amazing, but it was more just like, okay, it's a statue. Cool. I saw it. Let's move on now and go do something else. Kind Can of I tell you a quick little interject? Go about for that it. For, a for the first time I went to New York, too, we obviously also wanted to see the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. But I think it was somebody local, maybe like a waiter at a restaurant or like like someone who lived in Manhattan or is familiar with area yeah. said to like, do you guys actually want to go up to the top? And we were like, no, we don't really care. Like we just want to maybe get a great picture and like see it. Yeah. And he told us this great trick where he's like, if you go on the Staten Island ferry to Staten Island, which by the way, I think is still, and was at the time free. Yeah. You literally go right past the statue of Liberty. You can get epic pictures. And then obviously you get to Staten Island and then yeah. you just go back and like take it back. And that's it. Yeah. Because when you're there, it, the, obviously the structure is too big for you to take a full shot of it. That's right? it. So right? you need to be on a ferry or a boat or something to, yeah. to really get a good shot. Yeah. So that's a fun tip for you listeners. Just take the Staten Island ferry. Don't do what I did. <laughs> do not do what I did. It'll be a Sorry, letdown. Sorry to interrupt. Go on. <laughs> Uh, okay. And then the second thing, I guess, or the second place that was a bit of a letdown was Spain, but specifically Barcelona. Really? Yeah. So, cause we went, we did Barcelona and, um, Ibiza when I went with my girlfriends and then when I went with my husband a couple of years ago now, we, we did Barcelona and Valencia. So, I think so Barcelona was a bit of a letdown the first time around and I think it was just again really high expectations of what it was going to be like everyone I spoke to including Jules said it was just this amazing amazing city and I think maybe I just hyped it up too much in my own head and yeah and Spain had been one of uh, the countries that's been on my list since I was pretty much a kid so I think I just put too much into it. And then when right. I got there, it was 
okay. It was still a fun experience. I had a great time with my girlfriends, but it was more just, okay, we're in another city and it didn't feel different from being in Toronto. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure there was like a number of factors. Obviously it was people hyping it up so much that I made it to be bigger than it was in my own head. And then our Airbnb wasn't the best experience. The person that we booked through, I believe had just gone the place. So they were renting out to make money, but there was no hot water. There was no oh, Wi-Fi. Man. Yeah. As they had stated, the Wi-Fi obviously wasn't as big of a deal, but we couldn't take a shower because the water was ice cold. So we had yeah. to wait until our next destination, which was like three days away. Trust me, it was not fun. So <laughs> yeah, I think it was a little bit of that. We were very jet lagged. We definitely did not explore Barcelona enough to the extent that we should have. Yeah. So I think that's what was a bit of a letdown for me. So I don't blame Barcelona. Barcelona's not your fault. I think it was just everything else. Give so, it another chance. It's yeah. such a great city. But you know what? When I went with my husband a couple of years ago, you know, it was it was much better. And I think it was because I knew what to expect right. and I enjoyed it better. We had such a great Airbnb. The hosts were amazing. They were in such a great area location wise. They had hot water. <laughs> I was able to shower, guys. <laughs> but it was it was a lot better. And I think, again, it was because it wasn't so hyped up that I was able to enjoy it. So as I sort of think about it now, it was that first experience that was not the best. But the second one was a lot better. So, guys, Barcelona's not as bad as I made it out to be. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I when I first went... Nobody had really told me anything except my best friend who had been and she's like, and I was going with her again. Yeah. And she goes, you're going to love it. And I think that's all I knew. So I think when I went, it exceeded all my expectations. Yep. Um, I also think it's really cool for people who have been or haven't been that Barcelona, I think, is the only major city in the world, yeah, maybe other than Dubai, that's on a beach. Oh, Okay. Yeah, like there's not a lot of cities that are true. Like, I mean, a big metropolitan city where people work up, you know, there's markets, like do all the restaurants, do all that kind of stuff. That's also on a beach. I think the other one is maybe Dubai. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really cool. And I feel like when I was there, I was like, oh, I could live here because I could shop and I could work and I could go to the market and then I could go (laughs) yeah but it was the second time around was great and we got to go to valencia which is also such a great city highly yeah highly recommended if you get a chance i really want to go to seville i think next time and costa brava yeah i've heard good i've heard really good things about seville i Mm -hmm. one of my friends her sister had gone and she absolutely loved it yeah all right when do we get to plane again (laughs) <laughs> pardon 2021 <laughs> oh gosh um all right on to our third question your three best tips for traveling on a budget uh okay three best tips it's kind of hard to think of them because you are so used to just doing them yeah <laughs> what are they that's true I would say when you're booking a flight, this is like a rumor, I think, 
but I've done it and I've always gotten a super cheap flight. So Mm -hmm. I think it's fact. Okay. You book a flight on a Tuesday after 2 p.m. I've heard that one as well. Yeah. Apparently, according to algorithms and whatnot, it is the, I think, the least busiest time. So airlines are trying to generate and whatnot. And I've gotten crazy cheap flights. And I've even gotten crazy because the last time I went to Italy, I flew first class because I was feeling like a baller. No, I wasn't. There was a seat sale Tuesday. I think I booked at 2.30. And I think for first class, I paid $1,200 round trip. Wow. That is so good because usually coach would be $1,200. Yeah. And it was Air Canada, by the way. That's so good. It wasn't even like a cheaper airline. Yeah. (laughs) That is so good. I also heard that if you Tuesday after 2.30, like I think it was like five or six weeks before you want to go your date of vacation or traveling, that's also when it's cheapest. You know what? I think that varies because I worked as an EA and worked a lot of travel for a lot of people and, and also for myself. And I think I've noticed that if you're at like six months, three months, and then maybe six weeks, like maybe those are the three, I find it's probably the cheapest. Right. Whereas like if you book like a year out, that's probably too far. Yeah. You're not going to get the best deal because they're not trying to fill an airline. Or yeah. Trying to fill they have things. so much time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that would definitely be one travel tip too, is like check that out because it definitely does work. A second one I think would be, I mean, I, I definitely think you can save money at a at either a hotel or an Airbnb. Yeah. I tend to go for hotels when I travel, not because I'm super fancy or anything like that. Yeah. Simply just because a lot of the time I find, usually I can find a better deal at a hotel. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, I think most people can attest that I've I've been to Airbnbs too and they've been great, but the really good Airbnbs that are fairly priced are probably gone eight months in advance. Mm -hmm. So typically when I've looked at what's left and then I've looked at hotels, I'm like, it's cheaper for a hotel. There's a maid service. Like there's just a little bit more pros in that call for me. But I've also found really great hotels. Like I remember the hotel we stayed at in Barcelona. It was right on La Ramblas, Mm -hmm. which is like the main street in the city. It's close to the beach. There's shops. There's the market on there. So it's like in the middle center of kind of everything. And we stayed at this little no-name boutique hotel and I think for the two of us for three nights we paid like 200 Canadian that's pretty good especially on La Ramblas like that's a very popular area that's really good right so I think I just I really kind of deep dive and I go in and I'm like TripAdvisor Expedia like Trivago like I go crazy really trying to find that good deal so I mean definitely look guys and you will find it you really will um, and if it's not, you know what, then here's my third tra- travel tip. I'm going to add to that. Tip number if you three. can't find a good deal, try a different time of year. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, if you haven't submitted your vacation to work and you don't have to take those days just yet, sometimes pushing a vacation out by two weeks, you could save like $800. Yeah. It makes a huge difference sometimes. Yeah. And, and it could be like maybe there's something going on in the city that's like a big festival yep. or whatnot. It could even also just be that maybe that's a popular week for whatever reason. Yep. And you going two weeks later where maybe the weather is the exact same isn't as popular and you get a better deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, totally agreed on that one. So those would be my my three travel tips. What are yours? I'm trying for to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think as you were sort of going through what are some of my travel tips. For me, I think research is key. You kind of touched upon that already. Is research, research, research. Um, because if you check out different different flights and different airlines and different websites that have different types of flights, then you can sort of gauge what is the cost. And sometimes you're able to save a few dollars here and there. So that is definitely one I will check out, you know, TripAdvisor, you know, red tag deals and a whole bunch of different ones. Um, and then I'll, I'm able to see, okay, based on if I'm looking uncomfortable with a stop or if I'm looking for a direct flight, what are the prices around? So that has always worked for me. And with that, one of the first places I always check is Google Flights. It's always great to, yeah, Google Flights, I feel like is amazing. And this is something my husband sort of always does. And and he kind of brought me around to this, which I never even thought of before. But you can see the cheapest flight to the most expensive flight and sort of anywhere, anytime, and everything is there in one. So I would used to check all different sites, but now I do Google Flights only where before, as I was sort of transitioning, I would do Google Flights and a bunch of other places, but then I realized Google Flights sort of gives you everything. But oh, nice. Yeah, but as like people need to get more comfortable with trying something new, do the searching around and then use Google Flights while you're at it. So that's one. Um, two, I, to your point, and co- try and stay flexible. So there's all kinds of blogs or sites now where they mm. will look for cheap flights and they'll post about it. I mean, a few years ago, I went to Antigua with my mom in January and all inclusive, everything included. We paid like 1200 bucks a person. And nice. Yeah, which is great. And Antigua is one of the considered one of the more, you know, expensive islands in the Caribbean. So that was really good. So I definitely look at that to see if there's a place that I want to go that's a cheap flight. Usually they're just the flights. They're not including, you know, hotel or Airbnb and so forth. But if you're comfortable sort of booking things separately. So that always helps. And then again, to your point, you kind of, if you're flexible with your schedule and being able to take time off, then that's great. And then the third thing is I always check to see, for example, if I do TripAdvisor or Expedia where they have flight and hotel together or if I look at it separately, what's the cost difference? And and sometimes it's cheaper to book it together. Sometimes it's cheaper to book it separately. And so I sort of look at that as well. And then I I will book based on that. That's a really good tip too because I think a lot of people – forget that I think people think if they're bundling usually it can be cheaper and you're getting a deal whereas like they could just be literally adding the two costs yeah maybe you can get a cheaper flight on a different site and then you have to pay that for the hotel from Expedia or something yeah so I've I've booked where it's actually been cheaper so when I went to Turkey a few years ago four or five years ago it was actually cheaper to bundle the two together right then when I went to Switzerland, for example, and I was looking at it, it was actually cheaper for me to book it separately. Yeah. So, you know, it all depends, but you, you got to look at all your options, right? Don't just take the first thing, 
but look at your options. How does it work? And it really depends. As you said, sometimes it's cheaper to book together. Sometimes it's cheaper to book separately. Yeah. And, and to that as well, like to give you guys an example from my point of view, when I did that Europe trip that I talked about earlier, where we did Spain and Belgium and then Spain, the rest of Spain, basically, <laughs> um, because we were doing multi-city and so many flights and so many different hotels and some things were already paid for and some we had to you know worry and take care of. It was it was cheaper to do that individually for everything, um, except our round trip. Our round trip we booked as a, as a unit. And then everything else we booked separately because when you try to do a round trip and like multi-city flights plus hotel, I mean, it got so expensive and we were like, we're not like, that's not what it's going to be. We just have to be smarter about it and stuff like that. Um, and for you guys to the website that I use for flights, I use flight hub. Mm -hmm. I really like them. I've gotten great deals Um, they do, of course, obviously have more expensive options and they do sometimes have long, um, what are they called? Long, uh, like when you're with an airport. Layovers? Layovers. Yeah. It's like, I can't think of the word. (laughs) They do, they do sometimes have long layovers. You don't obviously have to choose that flight, but I've also gotten like, I think I went round trip last time I went to LA, which was 2018. I did round trip Toronto to LA direct for like, Three three fifty, I think. That's actually really good. Yeah, so cheap. That's really good. Yeah, I was so gonna cheap. say the same thing. Like I've did my trip with my girlfriends to Spain. We did Barcelona and Ibiza, and we in between we did Morocco, and it was cheaper to book it separately. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Well, that's our travel episode, guys. I mean, part two of our travel episode because there will be so many more. Yes, there will hope, be. Hope you guys enjoyed it and thank you so much for joining stay tuned for our next confession and make sure to follow us on instagram for updates bye